With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, I can hear this cute voice. <laughs> can you hear her? <laughs> How are you? Is going on today? I'm pretty well, thanks. It's been um a really crazy couple of weeks, but I'm doing I'm doing well today. I got some sleep last night. By the Yay. way, you're on Yay. you're on speaker. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay. There's a little like uh, let, let's see, because it was a little bit choppy for a minute. Let's see. Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, I, I, I can hear you, but I can't find my earpiece. <laughs> so I and I, my arms are full. So this is my solution for the moment. I don't know if it's going to work, but um, yeah, you're coming in and out. It's almost like it's choppy because you cannot or something. Hold on one sec. Let me get her. Let me latch her on. Hold on. Sure. Okay. Is that any better? Hello? Oh, I stopped being able to hear you. You're coming in and out now. Say it again. Can you hear me or not? Uh, I can hear you now, yeah. Nope, now I can't. Hear me, Deb? I can now, yeah. I heard that. that's That's a little better, but I wonder if it's these. I wonder, is it? You're going in and out too. I, yeah, you're. So your your sentence, I can hear some of it, and then I don't hear the other part. Oh, I wonder if it's these these new things. How about now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, okay. So I guess it was my my um, yeah headphone. And let me let me let me change quickly. Okay, because so now I can hear you. My headphone is it's that one. Yes. Okay. Because now okay, you're speaking at the time. I'm going to try to put you on speaker and see if you can hear me that way. Okay. How's that? Can you hear me? <clears throat> or is it choppy? When I did that, I stopped hearing you. I am. I just am putting new headphones on. But I uh, coming in and out. How is that? Yeah, I can hear you. Hear me? Yeah, there's something a little funny. I don't know why. Can you hear me now? Yeah, but you're going coming in and out. So let me try these. Let me actually uh, call in and call you directly, okay? Okay, okay. So you step and I'll call you and see if that, that's any better. Okay, perfect. Okay, bye. Okay, thanks, bye.
happens. I don't know what what is what is the difference then. So are you just are you alone with with Kirsha or do you have someone with you? My sister's here, but I think she's still sleeping. So um, I if she gets up, I'll I'll see if I can do the handoff, but. Um, but it's okay. I'm I'm feeding her, and we'll see <laughs> we'll see how it goes, and and uh, if that's okay. Mm, absolutely, of course. Whatever works for you. Yeah, I'm I'm here. Cool. Well, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Great. This is where we at. <laughs> yeah. So, how are you? How was your trip to Mexico? Really wonderful. It was really, really great. I feel like I was in a different world altogether, which in a way I was really. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was really nice. How was Chiosha doing her week? She has been um, really great. We, I've been struggling with sleep, oh. and um, there's something that is going. Uh, let's see. Keep on going and see if I can hear you. Because you're coming in and out. I don't know what it is. How's that? I took you off speakerphone. No, I stopped hearing you now. Yeah. Okay, now there you go. There you go. Yeah? Now now I can hear you. Yeah, me too. Now I can hear you perfect. Okay. All right. I'm just going to keep you on on my ear. That's fine. Oh, because you had it on the, the, some sort of headphone or? I had it on speaker. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I have been co-sleeping with her. Um, my pediatrician doesn't support it, so I've tried a couple of other things, but it didn't work. Um, she really and I really prefer co-sleeping, like bed sharing, so um, we're doing that, and it's allowing me and her to get much better rest. So, yeah. um, But it's been tough at times, and it's kind of a controversial approach here in America. Um but it feels like the right thing to do. So, um, But I've had some real meltdowns, like when I was trying to, you know, my pediatrician said it's more dangerous to co-sleep, so I tried putting her in a separate thing, and, and she won't sleep for more than half an hour in that separate thing right now. So um, I had a total meltdown, you know, at, at different times, like at 2 a.m. when she hasn't been sleeping, and I, you know, I'm already behind, and That's really funny because I just kept talking and talking. <laughs> <laughs> and you yeah. just, I was like, wait, wait, wait. And I turned into care. So you, you, the last thing I heard was that, um, so I'm going to recap a little bit. I did hear these, that um, the pediatrician does not support co-sleeping, 
But yeah. uh, it's working better for both of you that you're doing it, even though it's controversial. Yeah. Um, right. And I have one quick question about that before we go on to your, the meltdowns you've had. Is it called sleeping? You mentioned that you have, she's not in the bed with you, is she? Or is she? Yes, she's in the bed with me. Okay. And is that is that okay? Does it make you, help you rest better? Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I have to tell you, I was not able to do that in different circumstances, um, but I know of a lot of families that have, and the kids are perfect, and they t- totally work for them. Yeah. So, so, you know, you have to figure out what works for you. I think that's the most important piece. Yeah, and that seems to be working for us, and um, it's not exactly what I plan to do, but it's the best solution. Otherwise, she doesn't sleep very well, and I don't sleep well if she's not sleeping, you know. Of course. And the other piece that you're going to learn, and you're already learning, which I did too, is that you have all kinds of ideas about what you're going to do, and then when things happen, you're like, well, you know, this was a wonderful idea, but it's not working. So you yeah. just, you, you adjust, and that's, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And then the other thing is is like making decisions even if they're different than what other people recommend or other people do, you know? Absolutely, yes. And different yeah. what's different from everything that, you know, you may consider what is best or is best for others, but whenever it comes to you and your, you know, your daughter, you make the decision that suits, you know, the best of you. So, yeah, exactly. So, exactly. So and what about so then you were starting to tell me that I don't know if it was during those times that she wasn't sleeping that you had a uh, about meltdowns you being had. Oh, I just had a big meltdown. I just started sobbing because I wasn't getting sleep and I was sleep deprived and I was just like, oh my god, this is overwhelming, you know. Yeah. And yeah. um. So, but I I don't need to focus on that now. I. I'm um one thing that has come up, you know, when we did the tapping on um me being sort of out of it from the magnesium f- out right after her birth and and actually her needs were met. I I discovered and we discovered and we tapped on that and but there's a whole other layer of it that I really grieved recently quite intensely which is actually good that it came out is that you know I'm glad that her needs were met in that immediate post-birth phase when I was out of it. But, you know, I had a lot to grieve that I wasn't able to care for her immediately. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, like yes. I wanted to be the one to change her and hold her and receive her immediately and be the first one to receive her and touch her and all that, but I wasn't. And um, I've had a lot of grief over that. Yeah. Really yeah. intense grief. Which has been good. It's coming out, and I'm feeling better about it. And as I as I grieve it, I'm able to be more in the moment and let, and hold on less. You know, like not be so afraid of time passing and losing her six pound phase and her seven pound phase. And you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because she's now close to how how she's close to two months, isn't she? Or she's less? She's almost. She's five and a half weeks. Okay. Wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so what is the, the, it's like, are you feeling sad? Are you feeling like, well, what are the emotions that are present? Um, 
around that topic or in general for me right now? Well, what do you want to do? Would you like to address the grief or is it more, what would you like to address today? I think I've addressed the grief uh, pretty well on my own. Um, I really had a couple of great cries about it and I feel relief from that. Okay. Um, and I can talk about it without tearing up that much. <laughs> um, so there's still a little bit there. There is still a little bit there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there is. Maybe we could do that. And then we could maybe do some surrogate tapping, although I want to be mindful that I'm not projecting onto her, like, my feelings and fears. Well, that's, I, that's, there's a very, very thorough and beautiful way to do surrogate tapping, and that we could do that, actually, um, that is extremely respectful, and we get, and that's exactly what it, I can tell you exactly how, how it works. Um, okay. Um, so, which one would you, what would you like to start with? Um, let's do, let's start with the surrogate. Okay. Yeah. So the first thing that I wanna I wanna we have to look at there's a three piece there's a three part process. So the first piece when it comes to surrogate tapping is to you know internally um, not necessarily ask permission but to just really connect if you close your eyes and just say, you know, I, 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 want, I want to let you know uh, I would like your, yeah, your permission or the understanding that I'm going to do something that is going to help you and both of us. Okay, so I, I think that and communicate that with her soul or something. Exactly. Like, you know, I, I, and th- this is something that it's up to you. Because I have heard people say, you know, when you actually criticize or speak badly about something, you don't ask their permission. So why would we have to, you know, ask permission to do something that would be good for the other person? No, I like it. I love that. I'm totally into it. Yeah, I think that that's a good thing. And then the first step, so the second step, actually, after the permission or the understanding at a soul level is to start to connect with, Whatever the behavior is or whatever is going on, what are the feelings that come up for you? So the first, you know, the first topic that we're going to do is addressing and I'm going to write down all the emotions and all the thoughts and all the sensations that come up at every level, physical, emotional, and, um, and mentally or like intellectually about the situation. So let's pinpoint the situation. So um, uh, at the evening time, any, any time between 5 and 8, and her, sometimes it's right around 6 or 7, um, which is an hour of her birth. She was born at 5.56. She starts to get, she starts to get unsettled, and um, her arms and legs start kicking, and sometimes her, her breathing rate increases. And if she's breastfeeding, she becomes really, like, adamant and aggressive about it as opposed to chilled back, laid, out, laid back and just sort of normal. <laughs> um, and she may, like, if I pull her off or she gets pulled off, she sort of, you know, looks for it, you know, tries to get back on really um, with panic almost. It almost feels like a, an anxiety or a panic that she yeah. goes into. And... Um, and then she becomes a little bit unsettled and it's hard to get her to sleep. That might be a little bit more normal, like um, 
you know, overstimulated or overtired at the end of the day and transit. Like a lot of babies have this witching hour, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that might be normal, but um, yeah, it's sort of like this panic or this anxiety, and there's her ten- her body becomes, her muscles become rigid, and yeah. it feels sort of um, like fear. Yeah. So that's that's the behavior, and then what you know I, how I respond. I respond. I I can feel my inner body have like clench up and and get really tense and afraid that I'm not going to be able to soothe her or console her. Yeah. And I um. Yeah, and that I'm not going to be able to meet her needs, and I don't know yeah. how to, and that this is going to escalate, and it's going to be this terrible situation that I that I can't handle. Okay. Okay. So you feel, yeah, you feel like in a way it's like it brings all these anxiety and inadequacy in a way. Yeah, and it's less about my own, my own inadequacy and more about I want to meet her need and I don't know mm. if I can. You know, it's not okay. about like, oh, I, I'm a failure. It's more like I, it's more like about her. Like I want to soothe her. I want to console her. I'm not sure I'm going to know how. Okay. And I don't, you know, I don't want this to get worse for her. It's more her focused than my inadequacy. Then, okay, I get it. And so it's about how can you be present? And these, these actually brings also the, the same feeling about the grieving, right? Like being wanting to be there for her and not knowing if, if you can actually be there in the way that she needs you to. Yes. Yeah, that's the, right. Exactly. So yeah. that's the, the same core issue, it seems. It is, yes. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> Great. Yeah, because, we can do both of them at the same time. Well, it's, it's, it's really, really wonderful, and it's kind of like a golden nugget because if you think about it, it actually is almost like recreating for both of you the birth. Yeah. Like she's going to oh, the anxiety right. piece, and you're actually also feeling like, oh, shit, how am I going to, how can I be there for her when I'm not totally able to? Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Beautiful. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So, so again, get in touch as I'm sharing this with you. What's happening? So, do you can you get in touch right now with the, the tension or that like you know that concern? What What is the emotion connected as you as you like connect right in this moment with the with that time of day? Just. It's fear, I think. It's fear, yeah. It's fear and anxiety and a little bit of panic and, and um, yeah. Uh, and if we were to, this fear of what would it be afraid, what would you be afraid of? What is that? Um, of her not being okay. Mm, okay. Okay. And if she's not okay, what else could happen? Well, that would be devastating for me. I would feel tremendous pain, you know. Okay. And sadness, uh, uh, you know, for her. Okay. That she's not okay. Um, so. 
So if she's not okay, it would be devastating for you and it would be really sad. Yes. Yeah. And what would what what would come next? What would happen after that? I don't know. So okay. So it's like just sense that you're there and she's like so she's getting really panicky and she's not doing okay and you're wanting to soothe her and you, somehow you cannot do it. And it's really like very painful and devastating for you and very sad. And as you breathe into it, which is very uncomfortable, just if you drop down a little bit, what is what would you be afraid of? I don't know. I mean, I just, I just have tears. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Just um, of her suffering, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's the main thing. Okay. And me not being able to do anything about it. Okay. Which is sort of a fact of life. <laughs> yes. She's going to suffer, and there are going to be times when I can't do anything about it. Yes. Yeah. And but it's also that that huge, huge desire to actually do something and fix it for her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How intense do you feel it is? It seems like it's pretty intense, right? Now. Yeah, yeah. It's about a seven. Oh. That's not it's not as intense as I thought it was. Okay. Is, okay. Yeah, I don't know. It feels no, intense. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's not no. a 10. It's not a 10, but it's... um, It's pretty intense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And is there any part of you that feels like like impotent or, you know, almost like a, a frustrated... There's a sadness and there's a, an almost like frustration with it. Or not as much. There's the, the fear and the sadness right now. There is. I mean, there is. In the moment, there can be frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. mostly, I feel anxiety and fear and sadness. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. So let's just start tapping. Can you actually tap somewhere, even though she's she's nursing? Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You can also imagine or just tap, especially as we're going to do the karate chop point for a bit. I I invite you to just, even if you press against something, you can just okay. Yeah, I can press definitely. Great. You can just press and just breathe. So we would do the you know the touch and and breathe. That would that would be good. Okay. So even though I get really afraid, even though I get really afraid. And quite sad. And quite sad. When Sirsha gets upset. When Sirsha gets upset. Because I don't know what to do to soothe her. Because I don't know what to do to soothe her. And it just brings up a lot of intense emotion for me. And it brings up a lot of intense emotions for me. 
and at times even frustration, and at times even frustration, because I don't know how to help her, because I don't know how to help her. There's a part of me that feels devastated and sad. There's a part of me that feels devastated and sad, and unable to do for her what she needs, and unable to do for her what she needs. So something else just came up. Good. That I feel like I'm abandoned. You know, if I can't help her, that's abandonment. Okay. Yeah, I'm abandoning her. Good. Okay. Which is sort of how I I felt after her birth. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's a 10. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now breathe and keep on pressing air. Oh, I would love to forgive myself. I would love to forgive myself. And to have compassion for both of us. And have compassion for both of us. In this learning and growing together. In this learning and growing together. Even though it's really devastating even though it's really devastating. To consider that I'm abandoning her. To consider that I'm abandoning her. When I cannot provide what she needs. When I cannot provide what she needs. Just like it happened when she was born. Just like what happened when she was born. Take a breath. I would love to... Have, I would love to have an understanding, but more, yeah, a spiritual understanding. I would love to have a spiritual understanding. And forgive myself. And forgive myself. For this sense of, a, of not being able to provide for her. With the sense of not being able to provide for her. I really wanted to be there. I really wanted to be there. And my heart was with her. And my heart was with her. But not my body. But not my body. Even though I'm scared that she may feel disappointed or hurt. Even though I'm scared that she might feel disappointed or hurt. That I was not able to be there for her. That I was not able to be there for her. At the birth. At the birth. Or every evening when she gets upset. Or every evening when she gets upset. Take a breath. I am open to growing and learning. I am open to growing and learning. And being the best mother I can be. And being the best mother I can be. Present and aware. Present and aware. Loving and compassionate. Loving and compassionate. With both of us. With both of us. Through all the little challenge. Through all the little challenges. That come up together. That we go through together. That we go through together. I take a breath. Let that go. And how are you? Can we start tapping through the points? Um, 
I can't do the points, but yes, I can think through the points. Okay. So intense, intense emotions come up. Intense emotions come up. Sadness and fear. Sadness and fear. When I, when I think that I'm abandoning her. When I think I'm abandoning her. For not being able to provide what she needs. For not being able to provide what she needs. Every evening. Every evening. Just like it was when she was born. Just like it was when she was born. A lot of sadness and frustration. A lot of sadness and frustration. And fear. And fear. Not knowing. Not knowing. What to do. What to do. How to be. How to be. I really wish she had a little manual. I really wish she had a little manual. <laughs> so I would know what would work. So I would know what would work. Because I really want to be the best mom that I can. Because I really want to be the best mom that I can. And even better. And even better. I know that I have it in me. I know that I have it in me. And somehow when she gets upset. But somehow when she gets upset. I feel like I'm disappointing her. I feel like I'm disappointing her. In some way I, I, I scare myself. In some way, I scare myself thinking that I'm abandoning her. Thinking that I'm abandoning her. Because I'm not giving her what she needs. Because I'm not giving her what she needs. Take a breath. Check in. Notice. It's intense, man. That's exactly it. We're like right in the heart of it. Yeah. So right now you're getting it. That, that's what is happening. Is yeah. it more is it more sadness or it's a combination? It's sadness and fear and you know, there must be something I mean, maybe I have some experience in my own early childhood around my mother abandoning me, you know, that that's, my, that's yeah. Go, this is deeper, right? So yeah. you to close your eyes and just get in touch with the pure sensations. Allowing your mind for a moment, just let go temporarily of all the situation, just connecting with the feeling of this fear and sadness, and almost like feeling alone in it. But it's like, how, how do you need to be? What do you need to do? Like the unknown of the concerns and invite as you breathe invite yourself to to get in touch with what is at the core you know maybe I don't I don't want her to ex- her, her to feel the way I felt at certain points in my early childhood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And is it can you see yourself being 
being little and kind of alone. I can feel it. Yeah, can I can. Feel it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And my mom, she told me at one point that she had postpartum depression and there were times when she was just lying on the sofa and not, you know, and it put me in front of Sesame Street and she just was totally not there for me. And she felt, in her, her death letter to me, that's what she wrote, something wow. she felt bad about her whole life. Yeah. That somehow she couldn't really provide for you. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I I had that, like I did have a feeling of, I mean, we've tapped on this and I had tapped on it with Stefan as well, the feeling of aloneness or isolation in my early early child years because they were so young and they were, you know, yeah. they weren't, she wasn't emotionally present. Right. Yeah. So, so that's, that's a, this is a, this is a very, so if you go to the, to the karate point and you hold or, and please, can you see your little girl or is you're not in touch yeah, with her? I can, can you see, see her. her. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm going to invite you to just exactly where you are right now with Sirsha. If you could just be next to her. Is she on the couch watching Sesame Street? Where is she? She's standing outside. It's standing in the play area. Okay. How old is she? She's two or three. Oh. Okay. So let's, can you just connect with her? Yeah. And let's just tap to the points and imagine that you're tapping on her. And say, hey, I'm here with you now. Hi, I'm here with you now. You're no longer alone. You're no longer alone. I really love you so much. And I really love you so much. You're a precious girl. You're a precious girl. And even though mommy cannot be here with you... And even though mommy cannot be here with you... That doesn't mean that you have done anything wrong. That does not mean you have done anything wrong. You deserve so much love and attention. You deserve so much love and attention. And that's why I'm here now. And that's why I'm here now. Take a breath. And I wanted to put that in because sometimes little kids think that in any way, if sometimes it's extremely subconscious, but they may feel like they have done something wrong that mommy's not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. How is she feeling? What does she need? She's feeling alone, and she just needs to be embraced and, and enveloped. She just yeah. wants to feel safe and received by the world. She wants to feel warm. Yeah. She just wants to be hugged. And would she like that from you, or would she like that from mom? Um... She can have whatever she likes. Not really. 
trusting mom at the moment, so I think she wants it from me. Okay. So how about if we do this? If you if you want to, you know that this is a mom that is you know internalized in you, and you you can choose to give her something that would help her if you want to do that. So we can do both, as you are with little Deb, and we can actually send mom to a special place while you're with Deb, giving her hugs and playing with her, giving her all the sunshine of love and beautiful, loving and welcoming energy. Allow mom, if feels right, to go to a special soul clinic where she gets everything that she needs for her, all her hormones and everything in her body, spiritually, emotionally, physically, to be realigned so she doesn't have to deal with the postpartum depression that is keeping her isolated from death. Mm. Would you like to do that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, mom can just be taken by angels and just taken care of. You don't have to do anything at all. Just allow that to happen. Or you spend a little time with them and just just envelop her and that that you can just breathe and see being with her and allowing her to feel deeply loved and welcomed. That she's truly here in this world and she's so welcome to be in this little body feeling loved and accepted, protected, really cared for. And ask her if there's anything at all that she would like from you before mom comes in. Nope. She's all set. Okay. So how would you share with her that mom has gone to a special place and and she's going to come back and when she comes in a couple of minutes or in a moment, she's actually going to be in a different place because she has received what she needed to be able to be present. Let's see how she will that react. She's thrilled. She's Uh, open to it. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, because you're explaining to her now she trusts you, right? So it's a different. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. So just notice that mom comes in and says and greets you and little dad. And she's like thrilled to see her little girl. She's like hugging her and just, you know, holding her to her chest and kissing her and, and telling her, I'm so sorry I wasn't here before and I'm fully here with you right now. I'm really sorry, and I love you so much. And any words that you would like for her to, you can, if you want to, you can just tap on yourself to allow your whole being, all of your nervous system, every cell in your body to really absorb, listen, and integrate. Mom being in a different place with little dad. Really. Almost like a commuting together, like a soul and spiritual, emotional, heart connection. And tell me how is that 
of you? What do you see and how is that? Well, it's interesting because I'm kind of identifying more with my mom than, than little Deb. It's sort of interesting. Like I'm wonderful. It, yeah, that's great. Because now, now you transitioned. Isn't it amazing? What do you mean? Well, now you're a mom, so you know exactly what it feels like to provide that level of love and care and deep adoration. Yeah. So your your heart is in. It's almost like your heart is in both places and maybe even more with your mom. Yeah, while she was off in spirit angel land, <laughs> my yeah. heart was more with a, with the little Debbie, but now it's sort of more with like the full, the healing of my mom. Yeah. Of being able to provide that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a completely different experience for her as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. And as you just breathe in, this new energy, is little Debbie okay realizing that, yes, it's true, Mommy wasn't totally present, but she's here now, and she really, really loves her. Yeah. And Mom is also present. Yeah. There's a feeling of relief and sort of her body can be less vigilant and relax and give into it. Yeah. Is it she possible? wants it to be permanent. You know, she want, doesn't want this to be just in the moment. She wants it to be the, the, the way it is from now on. Absolutely. And I would encourage you even to spend 30 seconds a day, however long, just to close your eyes any time of, especially I would suggest it around like 4 or four. 4 p.m. would be perfect for you to just close your eyes and allow, you know, just see see little Debbie being held by mom in a very loving embrace, very, very present with each other, very connected. And I want to ask you, check in if little Debbie has actually forgiven mom for not having been there until now. I think it's gonna it might take a little bit of time of, yeah. of you know getting used to it and feeling like it's reliable before she I think she conceptually forgives her but she doesn't quite know if this is gonna last. Yeah. Yeah. What does, does she need to does she need any promise from mom? Does she need anything at all from you? To you know, to make sure that this is not a temporary fix or a temporary thing. I think she needs time and repeated, you know, proof yeah. or evidence or of this, you know, this new way of being with her mom. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And can you can you actually give her that? Say, yeah, I am gonna. You know, can can you promise her that you're gonna give you know, allow her to be with mom in this way, provide this experience for her? Yeah, I'm I'm going to have to like put an alarm on my phone or something. <laughs> that would be and, wonderful. Yes. Yeah. That's a great idea. Great idea. And you yeah. know, put it put it at a time that you know it's gonna be it's gonna give you a window. So 
you know, maybe you do it at 4 p.m., knowing that between 4 and 4.45, you will have 30 seconds or a minute to just take a break and, you know, and just visualize it. Yeah. Does that, would okay. that work? Yeah, definitely. And then I, I don't think it'll take very long before little Debbie, because um, I used to call me Debbie. <laughs> sure. um, okay. Bef- before she she believes it's, it's true, you know, it won't yeah. be that long. Good. Yeah. And then the one, the other thing is that can you, as, as Deb, can you forgive mom? Because there's the two pieces. As a, you know, as a mom today, can you forgive her for not having been able to be present until now? Now she's being present. The way that little Debbie needs her. I can totally understand it um, without negative judgment. Like I can, I, I can really understand it. Like she had postpartum depression. She was really, really young. She had just come out of her own family of origin that had its own traumas that she hadn't even been aware of that needed to be healed. And here she was married to some dude, you know. And um, all of a sudden, you know, like it, I can understand that that's a tough, that's a tough situation. Yes. Um, But it's intellectual. Right. Yes. Okay. So let's actually, you know, um, let's do, we're not going to be able to finish everything today, but that's okay. We're making wonderful, good progress. So let's do... One one round on that. It's like, okay, can you tap in your, or just hold your karate chop point? Yeah, I can press my karate chop point. Good, okay. So even though I can totally understand what was going on for mom, even though I can totally understand what was going on for mom, and given everything that was going on, and given everything that was going on, it makes total sense that she dealt with me the best that she could. It makes total sense that she dealt with me the best that she could. And yet, I have feelings about it. And yet, I have feelings about it. Because I do wish that she could have taken care of little Debbie. Because I do wish that she could have taken care of little Debbie. With more attention and love. With more attention and love. Yeah. Take a breath. I still hold some sadness. Do that again? I still hold some a deep sadness. I still hold a deep sadness. For little Debbie. For little Debbie. Because she really needed her mom. Because she really needed her mom. Take a breath, let it come off. Okay, let's just stop to the point. All this sadness. All this sadness. Grief. Deep grief. And deep grief. For everything that I really needed. For everything that I really needed. Everything that I know little Debbie needed. Everything I know little Debbie needed. She wanted to be held. She wanted to be held. She wanted to be loved. She wanted to be loved. 
She wanted to know that she was welcome. She wanted to know that she was welcome. And she didn't get that in a way that she could receive it. And she didn't get that in a way that she could receive it. I can still feel all of that sadness. I can still feel all of that sadness. And it's triggering. And it's triggering. A lot like a domino effect. A lot like a domino effect. All the little and big abandonments I've had in my life. All the little and big abandonments I've had in my life. I acknowledge and honor my feelings. I acknowledge and honor my feelings. This deep sadness. This deep sadness. For feeling alone. For feeling alone. Dealing with so much. Dealing with so much. And not knowing how. And not knowing how. Or what to do. Or what to do. Being very young. Being very young. And lonely. And lonely. Alone. Alone. And sad. And sad. I can see little Debbie. Yeah. And I'm choosing now. And I'm choosing now. To hold her in my arms. To hold her in my arms. Hold on one second. Yeah, of course. Hold on one second. Okay. Okay. So, but the one thing it's like, so I would like to just say, I choose now to give little Debbie. I choose now to give little Debbie. The mommy she really needed. The mommy she really needed. And now I totally get that. (laughs) Yes. Like before it was a concept, now I totally get it. Yes. Totally get it. And I can give it to her. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's exactly like you said, it's not going to be resolved right in the second. It's going to take a little bit of time for her to really experience it and for your body to integrate it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And as you, this is really going to be the first step in the whole surrogate tapping in a way, because this is entryway, is for you and your nervous system to be soothed enough that you can be present with Searsha. Even if you don't have all the answers. Mm. Because that's the most, the one thing that I learned the hard way one of the most challenging things to do when you're a mom and you really don't know how to soothe or how to make things better is for you to just, that you know, like we both have, we have talked so many times, we both have these like 
these anxieties, hypervigilance, or oh, what do we, you know, what do we need to do? What needs to happen? What? And that is actually it creates an energy of like further fear instead yeah. of like, well, okay, you know what? I'm an adult, and this is uncomfortable, and it's uncomfortable for both of us. And I'm still going to be present, and I'm going to I'm going to do the best that I can for you. Yeah. So that yeah. that is huge, huge. Yeah, 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 totally. Because I that will, if I can stay grounded and rooted and calm, yeah, and be the container for her meltdown or whatever she's going through, that will be that will be a huge thing. Well, and it's going to completely change her experience. I was, uh, <clears throat> we were grieving again with Stefan, not having a child together. Uh, we were coming back and seeing little kids. And and, uh, and I was just sharing with him, I, you know, I said, I so, so wish that not only I could have had a child with him, but I could have actually enjoyed being a mom without all the anxiety, knowing yeah. that, yeah. It's okay. It's just, and it happens to all of us. Lauda, you could get an egg donor. Yeah, you no, guys it's not, still do it. No, we could, yeah, there's so many other things. And we're, if we, I told Stefan many times, if we had 100% a yes, but we're, we're not, we don't. We don't have 100% I, yeah. a yes. And now it's like we're, you know, it goes from 60 40 to, you know, to, to fifty fifty to sixty forty the other way. It's just I think but it, yeah. But it's still the the grief is still there, you know. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're we're processing that whole thing. Yeah. So it comes yeah. and goes. But when we you know, the hit when we we know that, you know, the loss is the loss and it needs to be processed and acknowledged. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But the piece I really want to share with you is that I get so in touch and and also see, talking with my sister and hanging out with my, you know, my first niece who's now 19 years old and hearing her go through uh, just, you know, different things that she shares, even though also my, my sister was a wonderful mom, that no matter what they tell you and how much you know and everything, you still have so many emotions and it triggers so many things that it's normal to have anxiety. Am I doing it right? Can I... Do I know what's going on? What? How can I do these better? And uh, you know, the first time around. Yeah. And I saw it with my, you know, one of my closest friends that she had her second baby, and she was a completely different mom. She was so relaxed, and she was so, you know, and the baby would cry a little, and she was very attentive, but at the same time, she would be very cool about it. Let's like, okay, yeah, you know, I know that it's. This is part of the growing up, and you know what I mean? It's like it's different. It's very, very different. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> That's why the first kids turn out to be, like, more anxious and <laughs> more achieving and more obedient and all that. Exactly. We are, like, you know, we're, we're growing. We're the, we're the testers. <laughs> the, the, yeah. I would definitely love to be more relaxed, for sure. And I think you can. So I think that if you give that little girl that is still holding, um, you know, that feeling of abandonment, then it co- because it's co- she's causing you to be more tense, more yeah. scared, right? Yes, yeah. So that's, yep. that's the first step. And, um, and 
let's let's uh let's I would love to for us to continue as soon as possible. I don't have any yeah. clue what my calendar looks like, but um if you can go in. I know that I still have times available for next week. So um yeah. If we can do that that would be great. Okay, great. Okay. All right. Thanks, Laura. You're very welcome. Big hug to both of you. Yes, and to you as well. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.